Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. It's time for your week daily look at the NBA and your Charlotte Hornets. It's time for the Hive O'Clock Alarm. Oh, that sounds amazing. Wake up, Hornets fans. It's time for the Hive O'Clock Alarm. David, the Hornets are seven games over 500, and I'm addicted to Gilmore Girls. It truly is 2001 once again. (laughs) Wow, that is so much information so early in the morning. But I will jump in on you with the Hornets and the Gilmore Girls. You got me to watch one episode. I'll, I'll catch up and we can chat about that. But another big win by the Hornets, another big lead that they almost gave away, Doug. Were you getting nervous at your courtside seats? Well, those were uh, thanks to don't, a, don't a be, good. Don't, don't, don't be bashful now. Listen, I'm not. No, no I'm not rolling in the deep. Uh, that was a, a, <laughs> a good a hookup from a, a good friend. Um, but no, I was. You know, the, defensively, they did not play very well all night. And credit, but credit to New Orleans. I mean, they had mm-hmm. just two players that uh, were absolutely going off in Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. And they were locked in. And, you know, that it just shows, like, how important it is for a team to, to key in on the right guys and, and be aggressive with them early. Because once guys like Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday find a rhythm, there really is no going back. Uh, luck, you know, fortunately for the Hornets, the Pelicans really had no third guy to turn to. Uh, but yeah, the defense for the Hornets didn't play very well all night. That that intensity just wasn't there. And you know, w- when you're talking about a guy like Drew Holiday, who's very fast, and Anthony Davis, who can get the ball way up in the up in the air on, on his shots, you have to make split second decisions. And some of those decisions weren't correct on the pick and roll. Yeah, forty and thirty for the brow. Just rubbing rubbing it in once more for that home crowd in Charlotte. Yeah, and you know uh, Tony Douglas takes offense at your no third man there. Uh, I'm just kidding, um, but yeah, Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. You were right. You know we were looking at this game yesterday. You, you kept mentioning Holiday's name, and he proved to be worthy of that matchup against Kimball Walker. I mean, there was. A ton of scoring, <laughs> a ton of scoring in this game, Doug. Not not much defense, but at the same time, I think you, when you have things go so well for you so early, like the Hornets did, it's a little bit natural to let up, probably on both ends, because they were firing a little a, a bit too much as the game wore on. They didn't have an offensive rebound until, geez, what, like five minutes ago in the game or something like that. So um, it, it was a high-scoring affair. A fun one to watch, but I'm sure nerve-wracking for, for Coach Clifford and the crew over there on the bench. Well, you mentioned the uh, the four offensive rebounds they had in the fourth quarter, and I think that's important because they were they got aggressive on the boards, they got to the free throw line, and they, they got a, a stretch of they, – they strung together three or four good defensive stops in the fourth quarter. And honestly, I think that was the difference in the game because – 
we've, we see once again, this seems like every game on this five-game winning streak for the Hornets, the opposing team has put together a, a very good run. And, you know, you come to that fork in the road in the game where the Hornets could have uh, laid down and allowed the comeback to uh, finish for the other team, but they did not. And uh, the Hornets go 12 of 12 from the free throw line in the fourth quarter. Kimba and Lynn combined for 10 of those. Over the past five games, a.k.a. the month of March, the Hornets are leading the league, David, in fourth quarter free throws. What does that signal to you? Well, they're being aggressive, but they're getting the ball in the hands of their guy that's making it happen. Because Kimball Walker's also, they flashed that stat again last night, Doug, leads the league in points, you know, in games under two minutes within four points. I think I have that right. But he did it again last night, seven points, I think, uh, in that span, and that's the key for this team right now. Get it to Kimba when it counts, and and he is delivering. I think to me at the end of that game, I, they were going to have to just make more shots than the Pelicans. They came down to it. I mean, you hear the term "maker mislead" a lot, and to me that was that type of game because even if the defense was good, I mean, and there was actually some good defense played on Kimba and Anthony Davis. Those guys were just making shots. Um, and the Pelicans did miss a few down the stretch there, and the Hornets were able to pay off, but or, or, or make it pay off. So to me, it was just you know who was going to score uh, when the other team could not, and the Hornets were able to do that, which is interesting, right? I mean, that was a shootout. That was a straight up shootout. Um, you needed a couple stops in there, obviously, to win the game. But it's interesting to see them win that game that way. They certainly weren't a team last year or in years past that could win that type of high-scoring affair, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Kimball Walker with 35 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists. And and again, we see another game where Kimball Walker making tough passes, especially in that first quarter when when they couldn't miss a three-point shot. A lot of those threes were set up from Kimball Walker uh, cross-court passes. I mean, he is really distributing well probably better than we've seen his entire NBA career. And after the game, Kimba said that this is the most confident he's played, and you you certainly see that in the scoring. But I think Mm -hmm. the underrated confidence aspect comes in these passes that he's making. He's he's seeing the floor, I think, in a much different way, in a much better way than he has in his entire NBA career. Hey, Doug, are are you getting worried either of these games and these leads that they're losing? Let's face it, the Pelicans – last night, and then the my brain is not working. The team right before the, the, the previous game when they gave up a 16-point lead, um, you know, do those are they starting to worry you? Do you think it's just natural at this point in the season? Are you just happy they're up that much? Where do you stand on these leads they're losing and having to hold on like they are? Well, I think it's – well, for, there's two things. One, this is the NBA, so – Teams are always going to make a run. That's just, that's part of the game. But I think, too, it signals some defensive consistency issues. Um, Because, again, I thought in the fourth quarter they played some of their best defensive basketball that they have in March. I mean, I I think they really keyed in on the matchups that they needed to in terms of Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis and made them work a lot harder but they just waited until the fourth quarter to do so. So, you know, I I think you have to come out with that same kind of defensive intensity in the first quarter and not allow guys to get into a rhythm. And I think it's going to be important as we look ahead to the next game on the schedule, the Detroit Pistons, because 
Detroit has some issues defensively as well, but they have a lot of size inside, and they have a guy in Andre Drummond who can send plenty of shots back. So, you know, they're going to have to work hard defensively to to stop him. But, you know, offensively, I don't I don't know. It'll be the true test of this offense because Clifford said after the game that, you know, this basically this offense is is playing really well right now. And I would say it's it's definitely the best they've played all season. And and I think Detroit offers the first true test that this offense has had in a while in terms of getting to the rim for sure, because you know, even against a good shot blocker like Anthony Davis, I thought the Hornets got to the rim with relative ease and were able to convert. If they didn't convert, they got to the free throw line. So, uh, yeah, you know, they did a good job. They did a good job of pulling him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, several times when he came on that double, it left the the middle and specifically right in front of the rim and the lane wide open a couple times. So they they're doing a good job of recognizing that and getting rid of it, Marvin and. Cody, I think especially, were communicating well. So that was good to see. Um, one other little note there, and I'll just keep rambling on here. Uh, five turnovers, Doug, for the Hornets, which was huge. I mean, hey, that was your it. that was your stat. Oh, was it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're and right. My, and my stat um, was assists. Was and assist? they had, and they had 21 assists. So that's – listen, I don't want to toot our own horn, but toot. <laughs> it's a pretty good stat call there. Well, you know, those two teams take care of the ball well, and it was huge in that game. I mean, New Orleans only turned it over 11 times, but to only turn it over in an NBA game five times, that's going to put you in position to win a lot of games, especially when you're shooting the way the Hornets were. So Clifford said it after the game, take care of the ball um, and, you know, cut down on the silly mistakes, and they play well and have the chance to win every night. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one other thing that I want to mention. Oh, yeah, Courtney Lee, 6 of 12 from the Mm. field, uh, 4 of 5 from beyond the arc, 16 points, 6 rebounds. Definitely his best game offensively as a Charlotte Hornet. Um, They did switch Lee on on to Drew Holiday pretty early in this game to try to stop his momentum, and it didn't really work. And after the – no, well, you know, again, I guys like that again. Once they once they knock down a few shots and see the ball go through the hoop, it, it can be yeah. trouble the rest of the game. But you know, I, I I thought he he wasn't alone in defensive lapses for sure. But offensively, no, again, no. he was aggressive uh, and and he knocked down the shots that he needed to knock down. I'd still like to see him finish more efficiently around the rim. I thought he missed a couple of bunnies, but it's nice to see. Uh, him be a factor on offense for the first time in teal and purple. And now you wonder, can he do that on a night where, and you asked this question, I think on, on Tuesday night, what happens when Kimba Walker doesn't score 30 points because he's done it four games in a row. Now that ties a franchise record with Glenn Rice, but what happens when Kimba can't score 30? Do, you know, mm-hmm. you're either going to have to look to Batum to step up in a big way, or you've got to look down to Courtney Lee. And everybody stepped up last night and Kimba scored 35. So I think you had all Pistons firing last night. What was, did you say Cornelia was like four or six from three, right? Yeah, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Four. I looked at that and I couldn't help but be like, oh man, we haven't seen that much from that position uh, on a consistent basis this season. So it's good to see the new guy come in there and be confident. And Clifford actually mentioned this after the game, you know, he's still kind of getting acclimated. So I mean, 
there was so much going on early and he had a bit of a slow start, which is natural for a guy coming in on a new team. So I think that's only going to get better. He's only going to get more comfortable. He's not going to do that from three every night, but he looked pretty comfortable doing it last night and the guys already seem to trust him. And, you know, we've talked about the chemistry on this team before. It's another thing they have in their favor that just when all things are clicking, it looks pretty good out there. Yeah. And, Another thing on Courtney Lee, I like that he is available in the corner because the Hornets historically, and the Bobcats as well, did have not shot the ball well from the corner. And, and we know that statistically the corner three is, is one of the most efficient shots that you can take on the, on the basketball court. And it's been disappointing that the Hornets have not been uh, uh, shooting the ball well from there. Uh, but he seems ready and willing to take that corner three. And so uh, it, it just spreads the floor in a, in a unique way in terms of uh, what the Hornets have offered in the past. So it was, a uh, again, great pickup by Cho. We'll look forward to seeing what Courtney Lee does as he continues to get fully acclimated to both what the Hornets are doing offensively and defensively. So, again, Hornets win 122. My goodness, that's in regulation, folks. 122 to 113 against the New Orleans Pelicans. Five in a row for the Hornets, and standings check. They're still in sixth place, a half game behind Atlanta, uh, really a game behind because Atlanta has the tiebreaker. Atlanta continues to win. They're not getting any help. No, but Atlanta plays Toronto tonight, so they may get a little help there if Toronto can come through and and get the victory. Uh, This is the time of the year when you start cheering for for other teams to win and, and, and maneuvers to happen. Miami did lose last night so they They get a they get a game closer to miami you don't know what team i mean it could be miami or atlanta or even boston that that could uh uh, you know fall back to the pack so the the hornets have to be ready but listen they play detroit on friday and then they play houston on saturday and both of those teams detroit fighting to get back into the playoff race they're two games above 500 houston right at 500 and they're trying to stave off utah and a, a good Denver team, a hot Denver team out west. So both of those teams are going to bring their A game. The Hornets, I think, will have to step it up defensively if they want to continue this winning streak through the weekend. We'll have full coverage of the uh, preview, I should say, of the Detroit game tonight. Hive Talk Live Thursdays brought to you by ESPN 730. I'll be there. Justin Thomas will be there. David, you'll be there in spirit. We always love that. Always. Your spirit, your spirit is amazing. Your spirit, up, it lifts us up. Uh, thanks for listening to the Hive O'Clock Alarm. Uh, we'll, we'll do this again tomorrow. Until then, all hail the teal and purple. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.